to you from the Exo Cruiserman Studio, Shotgun Dog Fire. to another edition of that fantastic podcast known as the Ecto Cruising Podcast. I am your host, Shotgun Doug Meyer, and I have a wonderful guest here today. It's virtually in the Ecto Cruise event studio. You may know him as the owner of the Ecto XV, Windy City Ghostbuster. Oh, man, he's got titles out of the yin-yang here. His name is Tristan Court Lapish. How are you today, Tristan? I'm doing just fine, Doug. Surviving the week. How about you? Uh, you know, it's a lot. It's starting to warm up, so I'm pretty happy here. So that means that we're getting closer to Ecto Cruise with the weather starting to turn spring-like here. Oh, yeah. I am going to vastly enjoy the when it hits a little bit warmer out because that's when, you know, we can all roll the gold girls out from, you know, their winter storage and go on a fine cruise. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty of things I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, let's kick it off into our most basic intro that we can go in. How did you get to be involved in the Ghostbusters? So the the story of how I got involved in all this crazy nonsense that we everyone who watches this, you or yourself, love and adore is I was working Best Buy retail and I'm sitting there in the back of my phone and I see a post from our security guy that has a flight suit in the security room. So I'm like, I got to try this thing on. Grew up around Ghostbusters all my life. I didn't realize that the, the Ghostbusters community was a thing. So I go up there and I'm like, hey, I got to ask, can I try it on? And I put the thing on and... It was like, you know that moment when you put a glove on that just fits just right? You know, you have found your click and it just pops in there. That was kind of the deal. So I, like, I put it on, I'm looking around, he's looking at me and he's like, bro, let me tell you about this. Uh, and he goes on to explain, at the time was the Lake County Ghostbusters, uh, was where I got my starting. And the whole community of the Ghostbusters uh, charity work and whatnot, and it just from there this was back in 2016 the answer the call was just around the corner so mm-hmm. you know i was like all right let's give this a go you know and through that i've met you i've met everybody in the windy city ghostbusters i've met so many people just like wow <laughs> Yeah, I know that you were a member of the Lake County Ghostbusters, and I've heard stories about how crazy you guys could get. So I know we've, <laughs> we've run into that kind of thing. And I know one of our things that we did together was the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Chicago one year. 
Oh, Slima Palooza. That's, That's right. <laughs> that was the year I met you guys. That was actually yep. my very first event with the Windy City <laughs> Ghostbusters. That day changed my life forever. And I can't ask for anything better. I've that was one hell of an event, let me tell you. Uh Bob and Steve Biddle were all hairs on fire that day. Things were falling apart the best way that you could. Um but man, no man was had a good time. And what was my favorite part about Slime of Palooza was Having like fifty Ghostbusters crammed in one school bus. <laughs> we, it wasn't just it wasn't just one bus. It was two buses. We had two buses crammed full of busters. I I looked at pictures back in that day and I'm like, holy hell, that's a lot of dudes. Starts <laughs> with backpacks. Yeah. <laughs> What I kind of found funny is the one video that was from Slime of Palooza, and everybody's getting off the bus, and it's like a nonstop Ooh. Ghostbusters. <laughs> it was a clone car. It really was. It was great. It was phenomenal. Oh. And especially when you got the Teasdales in there, too. Oh my and God. Of course, you... with Josh, it's. <laughs> Josh is one of the first ones off the bus. You're like, that's big guy. <laughs> We'll we'll talk about Josh here in in a hot minute here, but another one we like to call is so you have the Ecto XV. Why did you call her the Ecto XV? So um, when I came around to naming her, I wanted to do Ecto 14 because she's a 2014 GMC Sierra, and I was had everything laid out, was going through the Illinois license plate stuff. And I came to find out because she's a B truck, there's a weird law or a weird way that they're doing things in Illinois where you can't have letters or sorry, uh, you can't have numbers after letters for trucks. So I was like, well, that sucks. That means I can't do Ecto 14. I can't do 96, my birth year. I can't do anything of that fun stuff. So mm-hmm. like, I have seven characters. I want Ecto space something. So what about Roman numerals? So it's like, you know what? No one's going to hurt me if I increment it by one number and do Ecto XV as in 15. Right. Um, And that's actually why on her tailgate, uh, I don't know if you've ever noticed, there's a 15 on in the corner of the tailgate. So 15 in the corner, XV on the plate, it was kind of Roman numerals. So that's kind of like how that went down. Um, and also, you know, I'm going to make some people like, man, you know, uh, like oh, some of the other people, I was graduation class 2015. So, mm-hmm. so I was like, that just kind of fits all together. So that's kind of how that all went down. Why she ended up becoming Ecto XV. Um, it was, it was entertaining trying to figure all that out. Mm. And what I love about your Ecto is it pretty much breaks the mold on Ecto's. And that's pretty cool is because she's navy blue, kind of blue, and it's a truck, which yep. a lot of people stay with the norm with the white Ectos. And I love that yours is just completely different. And <laughs> it is, you got the green lights, you got the blue truck. It's fantastic. What made you go off the grid like that? So um, it wasn't, 
just like how it kind of played out, you know. Uh, unfortunately, when I went to go buy Blue XV, she was kind of like kind of what I got stuck with. My credit wasn't in that very great shape, so buying a car was difficult, especially in the kind of the criteria that I wanted. And that's mostly because for some reason in the credit bureaus, my name or my social security number was actually under my dad's name. Weird, weird thing. Mm -hmm. By the time I got that fixed, I was, you know, already past my 21. I had no credit, period, no credit cards, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it was just kind of how it all fell into place with the dealership that my grandfather frequented. He was a regular customer there. He dragged me over there. I kind of told him, like, I wanted a truck. Big guy. I love trucks. The utility mm -hmm. of them is all that fun stuff. So, and he ended up co-signing on this thing, and cause it was like literally the only thing that kind of like could fit in my my budget at the time. So that's kind of like how I just settled with the blue truck, and I was doing all the Ghostbuster stuff. I was like, you know what? I've seen green Ectos, I've seen red Ectos. Let's try and break the road mold here. And I started putting decals on her. At first, she had amber lights. Eventually, I ended up settling with green after I got the MX-7000 light bar on her. The big reason why we went green is because it's closer to the original color being blue, but also street legal mm -hmm. <laughs> in Illinois. <laughs> I've known a bunch of guys that have yellow or blue domes or red domes on their ectos getting pulled over and hassled by cops. I've literally had cops follow me into work. And be like, look at the domes, and like say like, up oh, they're green. I can't, I can't hit you with anything on that. So it worked out. It definitely did work out. And I was like, green's my favorite color. So I was like, you know what? This looks awesome. It's also green slimer. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. So, All right. So another thing that I like to ask people is, what is your favorite part about your Ecto? Which, what's the best feature that you got? My honest favorite part when I was building Ecto has got to be the center console. So before she had one of the bucket seats, she had a front bench. I absolutely hated the thing. Uh, I wanted to add my light controller. I have a CD radio. I have all sorts of stuff that I wanted to put in there, but I couldn't put anywhere. So what I did is I went out to Gamber Johnson. This is uh, for like service vehicles, patrol vehicles and whatnot. That's, they do a whole bunch of stuff for that. And what they make is a laser-cut steel center console for equipment. So mm -hmm. I bought that, and I installed it, and the thing is awesome. I have a whole bunch of stuff in there, switch panels, TV radios, just filled to the bottom. It's probably right. the coolest thing I've ever installed in a vehicle because it's just so utilitary. I love the utility part of it. So it's got to be one of my favorite features. All right. And another thing is, since we're all from the Midwest, we have to put our cars somewhere. How do you store your Ecto? Is she uh, gonna? Is she plowing through the snow? Is she hiding in the winter? What is she doing? Where is she at? During the winter time, she was born and raised here in Illinois, so she had a whole bunch of rust on her underneath. <laughs> That's what happens with you know us Midwest Northern Mid Midwesterners, where snow is a thing. <laughs> So during the winter time, all her equipment comes offline. 
So I pull her rear rack off. I pull her life bar off. That way, salt doesn't do any damage to them. Mm-hmm. I cap off all electronics, and she's my daily driver. So, you know, she just plows through the winter, but on a kind of like light duty. And in the springtime, when snow is no longer a problem, I'm not worried about salt. The light bar comes back on, the rear rack comes back on, and all the rest of her equipment. And it's critical that I take at least the light bar off because it's an acrylic light bar. It's an old MX-7000 from Cold 3. Mm-hmm. So you get into the problem where the salt actually attacks the acrylic domes. They start to stress fracture and ultimately get blown up. And they're hard parts to get nowadays. They're expensive, too. And you really can't find new in-box parts for these things. No one's remaking right. some of the domes. So... That's kind of how it happens to her during the winter time. So you'll still see her cruising around, just no no equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, play some commercials, and then we'll be right back with more with Tristan Court Lepish. And we'll be right back. So stick around, folks, and we'll talk more with Tristan about some upcoming events. Some more stories, and we'll be right back, guys. So stick around. After these messages, we'll be right back. The Ghostbusters swoop. Yeah, I know something scary. Cavities. Time to brush. Oh, Aw, Mom. Hey, I've got a Slimer toothpaste. Ooh, it's, it's Slimer. First play Cavity Buster. Toothbrush, Ray. Check the gun. Slimer toothpaste, Ray. Check the gun. Ready? Let's brush. No ghosts in there, Mom. Slimer, Graper Bubblegum Fluoride Toothpaste, available at Target, Osco, Save-On, Stop and Shop, and Finest. Calling all Ghostbuster fans, the coolest event of the summer is happening again in the Wisconsin Dells area for the 4th Annual Ecto Cruise. Join other Ghostbusters and the Ectomobiles for a fun 4-day event. Don't have an Ecto? That's perfectly fine. All Ghostbuster fans are invited for this event. So come join the Ghostbusters fan community for Ecto Cruise 4, June 8th through the 12th, 2023. For more information, visit the Ecto Cruise Facebook page or visit their webpage, www.ectocruise.com. And we're back with more with Tristan Court Lapish, and we're going to talk about some more things like our wonderful upcoming St. Patrick's Day Parade. I hear you guys are doing both parades in Chicago, the St. Patrick's Day Parade and the South Side St. Patrick's Day Parade. Which one is your favorite one to do? So actually, I've never been to either of those events. Unfortunately, uh, scheduling kind of like gets in the way usually, especially with the South Side Chicago Parade because it's on the other side of Chicago than me. I live up all the way in Zion, so it can get mm-hmm. really hard, especially on those you know down in the southern side of Chicago to get to. They have to go through Chicago. All right. I unfortunately, yeah, I'm unfortunately not going to be able to make <laughs> at least one of them. I want to try and get to. The St. Charles St. Patrick's Day Parade. Mm. But we'll see what the scheduling kind of ends up at being because my work can be a little shaky at times. I know that I've done the I've done the 
first St. Patrick's Day parade that was featured with the Windy City Ghostbusters, and that was a hoot and a half, and it was really freaking cold. <laughs> Unfortunately, we really haven't done like the St. Patrick's Day parade that uh, you were a part of. This is like mm-hmm. one of the smaller ones that are in the other like South Side and out was it West? I think mm-hmm. that was it. Uh, we haven't really done the big South, uh, Chicago St. Patrick's Day parade. Mm. I know. With those, they can be really cold, and then there's sometimes that you get that weird, like, six degrees, and it's like every time that I went to do those St. Patrick's Day parades in Chicago, it was always really butt cold, and then the next year I don't go, it's when it's like 60 degrees. I'm like, you guys kidding me. That's just the world, man. That's just how the world <laughs> works. You know that you're coming, so it's like, I'm going to make it extra cold for you. And the best part about Ecto Cruise is when we have it in the summer, it had it only rained once, and the four years that we've done Ecto Cruise rained only once for Ecto Cruise, and unfortunately yeah. last year was the year. <laughs> yeah, so the only thing I can remember though is that we have like ninety degree weather during Ecto Cruise. That actually <sighs> happened. That that was that time that we have had that, and we're like, why are we wearing jumpsuits? You know, I will let or you know the- a little secret. My family come from Alaska, all right? We are not built for that weather. I know. I'll take the cold day in and day out. You give me 90-degree weather, hell, you give me 80-degree weather. I don't want to go into an igloo. (laughs) I know when we had the – it was two years ago when it was super sunny, and we had to have the sunburn award. (laughs) And that was that was a tough draw because boy, there was like three of them that were like lobster men. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was all oh, the stories that we have from Axel Cruz too. Uh, I remember the the van lifer that showed up. Oh man. <sighs> Which reminds me, what is your favorite Ecto Cruise moment since you've been a part of a couple of these Ecto Cruise Cruise moment? All right, let's see here. There's I've only been to two and three, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I only have to shoot between those two, and I gotta admit, Ecto Cruise Two had a little bit more going on when it comes to like what the f, you know. <laughs> so my favorite, and it ta- gets talked to all the time within our little circle, is Ryan Peacock talking about uh, offering this van lifer this is an extended warranty. So those that weren't there at Ecto Cruise Two, while we were doing our little award things and passing out bags and whatnot packages. We were at a public park and some guy in one of those, you know, van vans equipped to live in showed up. He comes out in a robe with a sign for, you know, Jesus Christ and whatnot. He's one of those. And he starts heckling the whole group <laughs> saying Ghostbusters is a past to Satan and all that spiel. You you see him all over the place. I was more like I was more like just ignore him. He'll go away. Some guys wanted to like you know, were talking, trying to like fight back at him. Not like actually fist fight. Well, I'm sure James probably wanted to. <laughs> and then suddenly our buddy Ryan Peacock. This my internal picture of Ryan Peacock is a dwarf. He's a short guy, but he's beef. He goes to the gym, so. The guy at one time he had a really long hair and beard. So, you know, I call that's basically picture Peacock, right? Mm-hmm. 
And while this this guy is running around doing, you know, uh, you know, repent and deny spiel that he was doing, Peacock starts yelling out about that he they've been trying to reach him about his car's extended warranty. And this goes on for like five minutes where he's just throwing, you know, stuff back and forth at this guy. And the guy, you can tell he's trying to ignore him. He's trying to ignore him. But at one point, Peacock is, uh, they hear him go something about that Jesus Christ is forever. Peacock responds with this line of brilliance of, but this warranty lasts for four years. <laughs> I lost The dude walked away. <laughs> what I found funny about this is when you're living in the moment, you don't hear that part. I did not hear that part. You didn't hear that part? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, come no. Up, he was back in the Dells when we were there for Ecto Cruise 3. But the dude got escorted out of the Dells by police because he was entrapping a woman in her car. He was, like, blocking her from getting out of a parking spot. What I liked about this whole – that first – when it happened in Ecto Cruise, too, was when he came in and you see Anthony Schneider in the video that he recorded. Here he has the PKE meter, and he just stands <laughs> up. <laughs> I didn't like that part. Oh, yeah, that's one of those that you watch that YouTube. Because this guy, for some odd reason, decided to record this whole thing. <laughs> if you attention near the end work before he walks away, you can hear Peacock in the background saying it. <laughs> so whenever I get a good enjoyment, I always watch that video. Now that we got a TikTok account for the Ecto Cruise, I might have to upload yeah. that video and for those people who are following the Ecto Cruising podcast on TikTok, I will even put that video on on the old TikTok, and you will see this happen with this guy. But we're talking about Anthony Schneider. Unfortunately, his Ecto had an unfortunate accident, and you are helping him out. How so? Yep. So uh, I'm sure we've all seen the post when it first happened. Anthony was out and about in Ecto K, just doing some errands, and suddenly the car stopped working. And after a little bit of work up there in Kalamazoo, ended up being found out that it skipped time. That means for those that are a little bit less mechanically inclined, is that on his specific engine, the rotation of the cylinders that make it go boom, um, kind of lost sequence or synchronization with the two components that control the valves so we can bring air and fuel in and exhaust the fumes that from it being blown off mm -hmm. so we i'm sitting at work and i see this post and i work right next to josh teasdale that another time you guys might meet him a little bit later he's the owner of ecto wka Absolutely. We're going to put him on here. <laughs> um, so we were dealing with, we saw that, and I'm like, hey, based on what the description here is, and I have a little bit of research, I'm like, I think, I think we could, you know, it's repairable. And Josh is like, yeah. So I'm like, I'm talking to him. I, was like, I think we could get it back and up and running. 
you know, I've known Anthony for a long time. You know, we were, you know, not, not to say best friends or anything, more acquaintance and whatnot. We really didn't interact as much, but I knew him. He was a good dude, and he was going through some tough times, and then this to happen. And I'm like, I can't, I can't sit by. I have the stuff. I have the know-how. I can't just sit by and let this guy fall deeper down the well. So me and Josh kind of collectively agreed that if he can get it to us, we will absolutely help him in getting this car up and running again. And at this point, we are actually in the process of putting everything back together. What we found while we were kind of pulling it all apart is that the chain started to lose tension. And there is a bit of a problem when that happens because you risk it jumping time and losing time. And things can impact that really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. His particular car, he has an upper chain guide. A chain guide, there's generally two to three, and they are usually metal with a friction surface or a slip surface so that the chain can stay in the actual shape that it's supposed to while it's rotating. And at some point, the upper chain guide lost the plastic slip piece that goes up there and the chain was allowed to slap against the metal of the guide and that started to grind up the steel and start circulating it through the engine mm-hmm. eventually it ground it up so much that it broke through the guide and because it was suddenly allowed so much stretch in the chain is when it finally kind of eh, and lost time we found some concerning stuff while we were pulling it apart. Obviously, that mail had to go somewhere. The mm-hmm. oil filter, we haven't pulled off yet to look at it. We know it's full of metal. The solenoids that control some of the functions of the camshafts were full of metal grit. So we started pulling things apart, pulled the head off. It needs a new head, unfortunately, because all that metal had clogged up some oil passages Mm -hmm. and there was not getting oil to cylinder four uh, valves. So we kind of needed to get a new head for it. Nice thing is that engine is quite common. So we got one fairly cheap for, you know, fairly quickly. Right. We have it in now, which is pretty cool because we can, we have started taking parts off the old head, putting it in the new one, getting the old head sent back as a core so we don't get charged the core charge, which would absolutely suck because it's expensive. Right. And the slow process of putting everything back together. At the same time, while we've been waiting for parts and whatnot, uh, we've been helping him out with some addressing some smaller issues with the car. There's been a lot of kind of questionable installs into Ecto-K from the technicians and mechanics that have done the electrical installs and whatnot. And as two electrical engineers working on this vehicle, we're like, we cannot in good conscience give this car back with problems that could cause fires and other Mm -hmm. issues down the road. So we've been addressing the electrical problems, 
that have been on with this lighting and whatnot, as well as cleaning things up, replacing parts that are, you know, too far gone. Mm-hmm. Right. So that in the end, when we give this thing back to Anthony, it is in better shape than it came to us. Rockin'. All right. I think it's about that time. We're going to have to wrap it up. Boy, time flies when you're having fun oh, here. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we'll definitely have to have you back on here, Tristan. Absolutely. If, anytime. Absolutely. Let's see here. Let's do some plugs. How are they going to get a hold of you, Tristan, with your XO? So you guys can find me on Facebook either through my name, Tristan Court Lapish, or through XOXV's page. I'm sure Doug will have a link of this in the Facebook page uh, when this video drops. But if if you cannot find it through that, you can always find us at www.facebook.com slash WCXOXV. Neat. (laughs) And obviously, if they want to get a hold of the Windy City Ghostbusters, you can find them there as well, right? Yep. We are on Facebook. All you got to do is look up Windy City Ghostbusters, and there you will find us in all our glory. Awesome. So that we got that all situated, let's hook up us with some of our plugs. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. All you got to do is follow. You'll get right on into those wonderful episodes of the past. You want to listen to our wonderful friends? You can do that. And we're even on the TikTok. That's right. You heard correct. We are the TikTokers now. You can find us at Ecto Cruising Podcast on TikTok. And if you want to like us, follow us on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook at Ecto Cruising Podcast. See, we make it easier for you folks. And that's it for us. Thank you once again for joining us, Tristan Court Leapish. It's always been a pleasure. And Ghostbusters, keep on cruising. This is Shotgun Doug signing off. So have a wonderful day and see you guys in two weeks. Well, that wasn't such a chore, no, was it?